pro when they're younger, but then the more matured, the more I realized that actually getting a degree helped me a lot in the future because mm-hmm. it's not guaranteed that everyone can become a tennis player. So I think getting a degree and studying something that I want to do, like pursue in the future, intrigues me a lot. And then, yeah, that was, and then obviously just being in a team environment for tennis, which is not a normal thing. So that really, I really just like gravitated towards that as well. And that's really the main two reasons why. And it's just been like really fun experience so, so far. Okay. Of that, so, yeah. So, um, profession, the pro tour was never, what was it a hint of thinking? Yeah. I mean, okay. Oh yeah, obviously, oh, obviously that's what I wanted, but because of my injuries, uh, it was hard for me to, like, I, I was always like behind, like, so I had like the stress fractures for about a year and a half and then I came back. And it's, I mean, it's tough to come back straight on tour, so I just started playing AMTs. Mm-hmm. And then after a while of AMTs, um, I got, I hurt my back again and had to get surgery. So it was just, after I had surgery, I just focused on getting right for college and didn't really worry mm-hmm. about any other tournaments besides that. Now, uh, you were out, obviously, for a while. And yeah. when you came back on the court and start hitting and even, even playing matches... Did you have a different perspective? Uh, yeah, for sure. Definitely, um, like, valued the game a lot more. And I just found that I enjoyed playing way more as well. I was just missing so much more time compared to others. And just training, even, was just a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. Just being able to do small things in the gym just felt like, yeah, mm-hmm. I just I found tennis a lot more fun than I probably did before I got injured, which is good, honestly. But, I mean, no one wants to miss so much time but mentally I think it was not a bad thing for me too because mm-hmm. I just yeah appreciated the game a lot more when I came back wow so much respect for that um now when you were obviously you know out of action mm-hmm. was there and I'm look I I'm not gonna put it in a, in a, in a you know negative way but I'm sure there are listeners out there who has who, who injured themselves and decided you know not to come back to tennis. Yeah. Did you yeah, have that? Sure, yeah. did, did you have that thoughts and and how did you overcome? Um. So yeah, like I kept. Well, yeah. Firstly, I had got a stress fracture, and then I would come back and I would hurt like a different part of my back, which would like get a stress fracture as well. So it was like I tried coming back on like three different occasions and. Yeah, for sure, after, like, the first two, I was, like, uh, maybe, like, tennis is not for me, maybe my body just can't take this, it's, like, mm-hmm. with growing, bodies maturing, everything like that, maybe I'm just not meant to be playing tennis, but, mm-hmm. I mean, I just stuck with it, I had, like, good people around me, my family helped me a lot, and coaches, so mm-hmm. that's what just really drove me to get stuck in the rehab every time, and, I mean, yeah, it's turned out good so far, so... Okay. On, on, on the part where you say, where you thought that, you know, tennis may not be for you, mm-hmm. did you think about playing other sports? Uh, well, at the time, because I was injured, I was just like, I needed to take... And I was doing U12 as well. Mm-hmm. So I was just not going to do anything for the rest of that year. And then probably, I mean, I always... Um, so I played like soccer and uh, AFL, went well, footy when I was younger, and uh, I was like 
as, as you said, in them as well, and they're probably one of my two favourite sports too, so I would probably, I don't know, probably would have gone into playing footy, honestly, mm-hmm. and because a lot of my friends do that as well, and I would have enjoyed that, but mm-hmm. as well, like, I, I knew that if I stuck with tennis, that I could have a good thing with college and stuff, so right. that was one of the main reasons, yeah. Okay, now, for those who don't know that uh, Connor, the first time I saw you, you were probably about 14, 15? And you yeah. were like five foot three, <laughs> but it's skinny and sort of like. And now, tell everyone how tall you are. Probably like six two and a bit, maybe six three. Uh huh. Wow. So so, yeah. so and during that injury, and you had the growth spurt as well. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Talking about timing. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. So it still happened at once. Uh huh. Um. Please tell me you stopped growing. I grew a little bit towards the end of last year, but I mean I haven't measured okay. since then, so mm-hmm. I don't. I wouldn't assume so. Mm-hmm. Now um, we do have uh, a lot of junior listeners. Now you've done exceptionally well in juniors, um, in my in my opinion. Um, do you ever? Because you you play like when you're eleven, you play like under fourteens, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, What's what's the mindset behind it, and how did you even do well on under fourteens? <laughs> uh, I think, I mean, I would, I would always, I would play above, but then I'd always come back down to my age. But I think oh. playing, uh, playing above, it was just, um, I don't know, just like I think it was like a good challenge for when you're young because. I mean, not everyone, or like, especially when you're professional, like, you're not going to be the strongest person, like, you're going to play people stronger than you, so I think just learning to play against people that are already stronger than you, smarter, quicker, at a younger age can help a lot, and you can, like, find the game a bit more, I feel like, at such a young age, so Mm -hmm. I think that was the main reason, and it was always just, like, good quality as well, like, from the first round, it was going to be a very hard match, so that's why... Maybe, like, I would do that a lot. And uh, I don't want to put words in your mouth. So you didn't, you didn't even care if you win or lose against older boys. You just think, oh, it's, a, it's going to be a quality match. And if I win, I win. If I don't, I still learn something. Yeah, for sure. Like, if I... I mean, yeah, that was the exact match that I had. But then, yeah, if I played someone that was my age, then that's when I really cared, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so... Looking back, did you would you say if you can change one thing during that uh, that time where you play really really well until you know you're 15, did you if there's anything you can change, one thing you could change, uh, what 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 could it be? I mean, I think probably after that, uh, I did well at a December showdown. I did because I was playing really well. I didn't really take any time off after that oh. and then that's the year going into that year that's when I started getting my injury so I mm-hmm. think just being like and that's something I always struggle with like not really taking a lot of time off so mm-hmm. I think just trying to manage that better could have made a difference because mm-hmm. I was just training a lot not no rest and then just going and play like four tournaments straight so <laughs> yeah could um, have been smarter mm-hmm. um, now you are playing tennis with fun, different perspective, much more relaxed. Would you say you performed 
um, I guess you played really well. Like you walk off the court, you go, oh, yeah, maybe I lost 7-6 in the third. But I actually give myself everything at college. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like there'll be some days where I feel like very good and then other days where I can't really do much. Mm-hmm. It's just, I guess that's just what happens when coming back from like big injuries. But I mean, yeah, like, even if I'm, if I'm playing well, I feel like I'm happy when I'm walking off the court, which is, like, really good for me because my mindset was never really like that, like, back then. But now, I mean, of course, everyone's going to mature, and that helped me a lot. Like, just off-court maturing helped a lot on court. So mm-hmm. looking at it that way, if I'm playing well, then there's always, like, something. Even if I'm not playing well, but minor things just looking for that can be improved and, Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like different different perspective always on court now. Okay, and does the college culture help you with mm-hmm. maturity and thinking and sort of like not to think too much about your own individual result and things like that? Yeah, definitely. Like I mean, some yeah, some matches like I would have lost, but the teams ended up winning, <laughs> and just being able to, um, like sometimes I'd be upset or like just uh, angry at myself for losing, but. At the same time, it's just like flipped straight away because the team's won, so it's not really. So in the end, like we got the win, so it doesn't really matter about my score because there's seven other players to worry about too. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, uh, I think just the, the team, the uh, team camaraderie is just like really fun as well. Though. Mm-hmm. Now educate me a little bit. Um, I spoke to Chase. I spoke to Jeremy Taylor, Josh Charlton, yourself. Uh, James Hudson. Okay, let, let's just say, like, because obviously there's like different divisions and stuff. Like, what division yeah. are you, or conference, whatever you like to call it? So, I'm in Division One, and the conference is uh, All American. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> so, um, I, I honestly don't know, but I mean, I'm, uh, I'm in the same conference as Chase and Jeremy. Ooh! Not, not the same as Joshua. So you're gonna play Chase and JT probably yeah, next we year. Have, we would have played them uh, like we were about to play them before all this um, coronavirus happened. Right. So, okay. Yeah. Now, um, who's better, you or Josh? <laughs> Who's your, Josh. in terms of team? In terms of the team. Uh, oh, in like uh, Charleston's team, like Oregon. Yep, and yours. Or, I don't know, we're, we're like really similar ranks, so I think oh. be a pretty close match, honestly. Uh-huh. I mean, obviously I hope my team would be better on the day, but yeah, it be a close match. <laughs> now, um, Josh has some sort of like a national ranking, he's like top 20, yeah, yeah. Yeah. he's yeah. playing great. Now, is there a ranking that, it, you know, where you are or where you stand? Um, not, not for singles, because I, pl- I was playing, like, number four on my team, so it was mm-hmm. pretty hard to, I mean, you don't really play many ranked players when you're playing lower, so, mm-hmm. but in doubles, I got, I was ranked 60 with another Australian guy, Cody Pearson from New South Wales, so, <gasps> doing pretty well there, so, yeah. <laughs> there now, um, when you were at college, and when you bump into a, uh, another Australian, like, what's the first thing you talk about? Uh... I don't know, it's, I, it's just like the funniest thing, like seeing people away from Australia, I like, 
just talking about like rubbish things. <laughs> it's, just, it's just funny. Like I don't know, yeah, I don't know how to explain it. It's just like different feel. Like it's just mm-hmm. I can I remember when I saw Josh. He came like uh, I go to Tulsa University and they host a big tournament in the fall. And uh, Josh was there and we caught up and it was just yeah it was just like good times. Mm-hmm. Funny to like talk about stuff. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, this question I always ask uh, every college player is. Uh, what did you miss about Melbourne when you were there? Uh, probably, like, cooked meals every mm. time and just, like, normal food. Uh, it's tough sometimes in the college schedule to get a good meal in. That's healthy as well, so mm-hmm. that was probably the main thing, like, straight away that I was, like, struggling with. Mm-hmm. Like, and, like, food in America is just, like, a lot different in general, so... How about yeah. coffee? Uh, I mean, I wasn't the biggest coffee drinker, but, like, I, instead of drinking, like, the, I just started drinking iced coffees, because, I mean, yeah, their coffee's pretty bad, so, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now, um, I know, I know your dad is a big coffee person. He would have, like, a seventh yeah. day. Yeah, Watch, yeah. Watching you playing tennis, and, uh, I still remember, it's like, Tom, I'm getting a coffee, you want one? I'm like, uh, no thanks. Two hours later, hey, Tom, I'm getting another coffee. I was like, PM, thank you. I just, <laughs> it's crazy. So, um, yeah, is your family doing okay uh, when you were college? Uh, did you get to communicate a lot? And if you do, like, what do you guys generally talk about? Um, yeah, um, main, this semester, definitely during the season, I was talking to them a lot more because it was just, like, a lot more to talk about in terms of matches and we were traveling to a lot of places. So it was just, like, telling them about it and stuff and always would like uh, whoever was available like would ring my dad and my mum to talk about my matches and stuff and mm-hmm. how school was going and if like they could help in any way with anything so mm-hmm. yeah that was main but yeah they're always there to help so mm-hmm. so good so what, what what do you major again? Uh, exercise sports science oh okay okay and uh, I know this is a bit far but are you thinking about doing pursue something along the career or playing pro when you finish? Or you sort of like to sort of play by, by, by years? Yeah, I'm seeing, well, yeah, just playing it by, yeah, just seeing what happens by the end of college. Um, if I'm doing well in tennis, then I'll probably, yeah, I'll just get my degree and then see what happens. I'll try and play pro tournaments and stuff, mm-hmm. see how far I can get, but... If I know, like, I'm, I, if that's not what I want to do, then I'll probably get my degree and then come back to Melbourne and uh, mm-hmm. get my master's and mm-hmm. pursue, like, physio and, mm-hmm. like, just uh, strength coach, like, sort of that line okay. of the career, as and well as tennis coaching I'm probably involved in as well. Right. And, Connor, you do know who to speak to when it comes to sports trainer, right? <laughs> yeah, <for> sure. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, now tell me there's something about, like, uh, when, you, when you're, obviously there is a culture shock over, you know, in, in, in the States. Uh, what's the first thing you sort of bang in your head, like, wow, this is not the way we do things here in Melbourne? Oh, uh, or even saying, like, communication. Oh, uh, yeah, just like, I mean, I think it was like, when I would meet people they would be shocked at, like, phrases that I would say or, like, how I would put words, just, like, slang words. Uh-huh. And 
I mean, it was for me as well, like that, like sometimes like there'd be Americans that are just like talking and I'm not understanding like one word they're saying. I think I definitely like it depends. It depends where the person is from though as well. I go to school in Oklahoma, so Mm -hmm. if I was speaking to someone from Oklahoma, they had like normally the strongest accent (laughs) and it was like, it was weird. It was weird at first, but Mm -hmm. now I'm like used to it, but. Uh-huh. Yeah, like definitely like struggle with that stuff, yeah. Are you saying any um, words from Oklahoma into your daily no, conversation now? No chance, no chance. <laughs> staying, staying true Australian with everything, yeah. <laughs> so you you use the term mate and, you know... Yeah, 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 of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love it. I Lo- def- definitely get made fun of, but... Oh well, it's all part of it. <laughs> now, um, so, so I want to go through some technical uh, segments. Um, now, because you are obviously considered as a tall player, uh, what's uh, one tip for tall players? What? I didn't quite hear the end of that. Sorry, um, I will consider yourself as a tall player. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's one tip for a tall player? like happened very fast so mm-hmm. I mean I was always like a pretty decent mover so I think if you're tall and you can move well then that's like a very dangerous combo mm-hmm. um, yeah. what's your one tip for backhand slice oh uh, <laughs> probably <laughs> staying low and like following through racket straight mm-hmm. yeah, uh, low, then. what's your one tip for uh, second serve sure you take your time and don't like rush at all and having appropriate ball toss and stuff for where you want to uh-huh. uh, hit the serve do you love my questions yeah <laughs> okay yeah. next one next one ready I like it well thank you uh, what's your one tip for playing doubles oh de- uh, this is a good one definitely be energised <laughs> from the first point uh, as soon as you drop energy in doubles it's you can like it's you're over you can fake a lot in doubles. You can act like you're good in doubles just from being energized. And that can get you wins, so definitely intensity and stuff. What's the first thing you will say to your doubles partner after he served four double faults in a row? Uh, <laughs> I, probably, I probably wouldn't say anything. I'd just be like, like, what can you even say to that? Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, I probably wouldn't say anything. Be silent for a bit. Uh-huh. What if it's uh, what if it's five all, third set? Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there'll be a discussion afterwards, probably. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. No. Another one is um. Sorry, <clears throat> I'm in tears. Um. Um. Do you coach yourself on the court? Oh, uh, I mean, yeah. You could say that. Yeah. Um. I think the, the older you get, the more you do that, though. Uh-huh. You just, uh, definitely notice more things about your opponents when playing. You're not really focusing as much on yourself. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's easier to see, like, uh, the opponent's weaknesses and tendencies and stuff like that. So, uh-huh. yeah, you could say that. Uh, and how important is routine? Uh, yes. Well, definitely important for me. just makes me feel comfortable going into matches and even training sessions so mm-hmm. 
and especially after being injured, I think just like having re- always going through like my uh, what the, like the precise warm ups that like doctors would give me and stuff, mm-hmm. just like gave me more confidence when going in. Yeah. How about micro routines, like between between points? I I don't really have too many when I'm on court. It's just like. Really, just go with the flow. Like whatever happens, happens. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's not. I'm pretty like loose with that on court. Mm-hmm. Right now, um, give yourself out of ten of, um, say, you know, playing tennis in college. When it comes to say fun, and you really give yourself like hundred percent. Give yourself out of ten. Let's say your last oh. ten matches. Oh, definitely ten. Oh, definitely 10. okay. Yeah. Why is that? Yeah. It's just, I think, when you're playing and you have, like, five of your, like, good friends on the sidelines just, like, cheering you on, and then you've got people from the school, friends from just other sports on campus watching, like, just, I don't know, it's just, like, fun to play in front of people that you're friends with and just mm-hmm. try and get, like, just playing for your teammates, coaches. It's just a really fun experience that, like, I don't think anyone would have experienced who's been playing tennis for a while, so okay. it's that different, that's just a different feel, yeah. Now, I'm sorry to burst your bubble. Let's say, for example, you're going to go for pro now, yeah. and you're not going to have all the team cultures. You're not going to have people, uh, friends, and team yeah. around you. How are you going to battle through this? Well, I mean, I think, I feel like that's what um, the coaches, like, really... Talk, they talk about that often as well. It's just, yeah, like this is all fun right now for the next four years, but they're definitely always reminding us that when you're playing in like court 32 of a club, <laughs> no one's there. It's just not even your coaches there because you can't pay for them to come. That's the times when you just need to like really like visualize like just competing and just being like in that match and not worrying about who's on the sidelines or anything. Just, and I feel like I would be, I feel like that wouldn't affect me because I'm always pretty, I'm a very competitive person, so I would always be trying to get a win in any match. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow, that's nice, that's nice. Um, do you have any uh, advice, like going through saying how, you know, you you did pretty well in juniors and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have to balance with school as much? Uh, yeah, I was missing a lot of school, and that's actually a reason why I, well, yeah, I joined the academy and started doing uh, distance education. But um, it was it was tough though because I I actually liked going to school except I was just missing so much. It was just mm-hmm. I was always a week behind, two weeks behind. I mean, and then I went to distance ed, and that was, I mean, I was on top of my schoolwork, but it just, it wasn't as fun, obviously, as a school environment, just with a lot of my friends and stuff, but, mm-hmm. yeah, that was tough. It was tough when I was younger, yeah, like, just getting into high school, stuff. Mm-hmm. the challenge. Now, I always wanted to ask someone in your, I guess, your results, of junior results, uh, in your, sorry, results in the junior days, mm-hmm. do you think... Results really matter in juniors? Mm, well, looking back, definitely not. <laughs> like, like, everyone's everywhere. It's like, whoever was good when they were 12 might not even be playing now, so it really doesn't matter. But, of course, when you're that age, you want to win. Like, 
I mean, and I think that's good that you want to win, but I think mainly the big thing is just like focusing on improving your game every day. Mm-hmm. If you want to really do something with tennis, like go to college, just focusing on getting mm-hmm. better every day and practice and stuff, and just use matches as like a way to do that also. Mm-hmm. Do Do you and your like say t- um your teams and you guys talk about like are there any it was everyone always good in juniors and end up playing college. Were there any like late bloomers like start playing tennis at I don't know thirteen and then play really well for five years and then end up in college? Uh, I don't know. I really mm. I couldn't tell you that, but mm. yeah, I mean, with my coach and stuff, it was always like going to college was always in the air. Mm-hmm. Like it was always an option. Like it wasn't like. A, just because I got injured, I wasn't like I wasn't gonna go to college anyway if I did get injured. So. Oh no! Sorry, my question was: yeah. your, Does your team partner, like your your, your players in your, in your team in, in college, uh, are they always like good in juniors and fall through become college uh, player, or no, do they late no, bloomer? There, yeah, sorry. Yeah, there was def- there's definitely a couple late bloomers. Um, yeah, I mean, every, everyone was different. Everyone's different in my team for sure. Like, there was, there's a few people that were really good in juniors. There's a few people that weren't as good and then, like, actually did really, so, like, had good results in the pro tours before they came to college. Wow. Yeah, it's, like, it's really all different, yeah. I, I noticed a lot, there's just a lot of, like, European players, honestly, that don't really care about juniors as much, but then they have good pro tour results, which is, yeah, it's wow. interesting. Yeah. Okay, so if I can go back to, say, like, maybe what's a couple of tips for juniors these days and obviously they obviously all we all wanted to play and for the result and win and all that's that's all good like but do do you have any tips for them in terms of their the the approach like let's say for 11 to 16 year olds both boys and girls uh do you have any like a a tips in terms of the broader approach or to tournaments and, and matches yeah um Six, around 16, I reckon, I mean, I think that was a problem why I got injured as well, as I started training so much during, like, the peak growth spurt, mm-hmm. like, of being, like, adolescent, so I think just managing training and then just playing tournaments, like, make sure when you go to a tournament, you actually want to be there, because mm-hmm. like, I remember sometimes... Like, it might just be an AMT even, like, it's on the weekend, and I maybe am missing, like, just, like, being with my friends or something, mm-hmm. and I know that that would affect me sometimes when I was younger, because I prefer to be, like, hanging out with my friends and be at that tournament, so mm-hmm. I would definitely say, like, making sure you play tournaments where you really want to, like, compete and play. Oh, okay, yeah. that's a very good point, that's, yeah. wow, that's, that's, guys, if you're listening, uh, tell your kids, or if you're listening, just, this, please take note, this is really important, because, yeah, because if, if, you're, if your mind's not there, you know, if you're there for, and you don't know the purpose, you know, what's really the point, you know? Yeah. Um, what I was going to say is, um, when you were, again, coming to your to your juniors, did you have to feel like, put it this way, how do you walk off a loss? Like, let's say, for example, you're, you, are, you are 12, and then you play against the 12s, and then he maybe ranked lower than you, and then you thought you got this, you're serving for, for it, and then, you know, you lose what, 7-5 in the third, and again, you are 12, how do you come off a loss? Oh, just, like, I mean, if, thinking about it, 
it's just like embarrassing because I feel like it's the worst in the world. Like, can't come back from this ever. Like, <laughs> like just so, being so down and just mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, that's when I was twelve. Definitely, like, if I lost to someone I thought I should beat, it was just like <laughs> maybe like <laughs> would have thought it was like the worst feeling ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, um, last part of before before going to the appreciation side. Is it how do you balance with all say currently? So you know your your college, your social. You know how do you balance that side mentally speaking? Um, well, in college, it's it's a good balance, honestly, because everyone's in the same like sort of boat as you with all other sports and like the way they set classes up and stuff and training schedules. It really is like helpful. Like normally for me personally. I normally get my schooling done, like, in, like, the middle of the day from maybe, like, 10 to 1 every day, mm-hmm. and, like, possibly we could have train, like, gym or fitness, like, before that at about 8, and then we'd play tennis from, like, 2 to 4, mm-hmm. so then, like, and then the weekends um, in this in the fall season when we're not in, like, the actual season, it's just... I mean, I don't really, I always had, like, Friday night and Saturday off, also just to hang out and chill and not really just focus on, like, tennis and school for once, just, like, being the moment of college, you know, and just enjoy my time, mm-hmm. so, yeah. Wow. Connor, do you know you're a very, very good interviewer? Or, really? you know, did you, it's, it's just like you know exactly how to... Not interviewer, but like just having you having good conversation. Like I feel like you you kind of read my questions before I actually ask you, and you sort of just like really flow. It was I really like the flow. So, um, <laughs> so so listeners out there, tennis of Melbourne, you are in luck because this is uh, you know you know how some people sort of like when they talk and they sort of like start stop start stop and then sort of like and and this has had nothing to do with you know reception or connection or whatnot, but it's just like, you just know exactly what you talk about. <laughs> I, I, really, I really appreciate that. I really appreciate it. Look, to be honest, I, I will I will sign up for another convo with you in a, in a different um, structure, but this, this, this start, this first impression is really good. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to literally just do another one with you sometime in the near future. Uh, and ha- yeah. are you going to States anytime? Oh, well, as far as I know, I think you're not going to go to States until August. Am I correct? Yeah, August, yeah. Okay. Okay, well then I will I will lock myself in for another few combos for Tenants of Melbourne. Definitely for you, yeah. Yeah. That's sweet. <laughs> okay. Now um last but not least, uh Tenants of Melbourne is about appreciation. Um who helped you to get to where you are today? Take it away. Alright, so well definitely firstly my parents and just family in general. Mm-hmm. The ones that all just always, uh, well, I played so many sports when I was younger, so it didn't, like, really matter. Like, whatever one I was going to play, I knew they were always going to support me. Choosing tennis is obviously maybe the most difficult sport out of all the ones I played. And for my parents, it was never about results. It was just making sure that I was enjoying it. And then coach as well. I've had the same coach since I was, uh, like, four or five. Any shout-outs? Shout-outs? Oh, yeah, Paul Vassalo, been my coach for a long time. Um, Yeah, I think just uh, definitely helps my tennis game, obviously, but just grow as a person as well and mature a lot. 
um, just from all the years getting coached by him. And just, like, well, obviously they're the main three. My parents and him have always been involved in my life in some way with tennis or obviously parents involved with everything and just helping me, supporting me so much. And then probably, like, shout out uh, Damien Prasad, who was... Mm-hmm who I started working with on, like, the fitness side and strength side when I was about 12, 13. Mm-hmm. It helped me a lot. And who was also a really... He also helped me a lot during my injuries as well. He mm-hmm. was, like, always up for chats and stuff when I might have been feeling down. So wow. that definitely... He was definitely there for me, which was really nice. Um, yeah, just... And just, like, Tennis Victoria in general, mm-hmm. always helping me, like, through the years from being young to now, which I've done with a lot of people, which has been good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'd say like those four, like Damien, Prasad, Paul Vassella, and then mum and dad have just been like really the key people in my tennis so far. And I mean, looking back, it's worked out up until this point. So, mm-hmm. yeah. No shout out for your sister. Okay, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Ar- Arabella? Is it Arabella? Arabella, yes. yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Maybe she feels like she's helped in some way. I don't know. I mean, uh, it's, good. it's good, man. So coming back home, definitely back on my feet, listening to her just ramble on. But, yeah. Now, this is an interesting question. I never thought I'd ask any college player. Now, um, Arabella obviously stays home. And do you think when you came back, do you think that the whole your parents' uh, attentions just shift to you and then she's like, what's going on? Yeah, like the first few days, definitely, and she said something about that, like, uh, like not being the favourite child or something, and like, just giving that card, but no, like, uh, after the the first few days, especially just because they're excited and stuff, and Mm -hmm. obviously I'm just, like, keen to talk about a lot of things, but no, it's not like that anymore, I can tell you that, (laughs) (laughs) probably don't want to talk to me anymore, (laughs) now, um, yeah, actually, no, last one, I, I still wanted to get this out of the way, is that, uh, um, obviously, with the current situation, are you doing anything, uh, fitness or, or training, stuff like that, uh, in your own space? Yeah, um, just backyard, I have a few dumbbells and, like, lighter bars, and I've just been doing exercises, and then mm-hmm. That's going it. for runs, mm-hmm. probably, like, every second day, just trying to stay fit, as well as just trying to stay healthy as well, you know, so, mm-hmm. and I just started playing... At public courts, just with my dad and or like whoever I can find, just hitting for like an hour at public courts and then mm-hmm. uh, coming back home. But yeah, it's been. I mean, yeah, the days have been very slow lately. So, yeah. <laughs> um, Connor, you have been amazing. It's oh, it's lovely. I you 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 made this conversation so fun. <laughs> <laughs> Glad. <laughs> Look, to be honest, I. I really enjoyed this conversation and I, I, want, I wanted to do, do a few more. And I'm sure the lis- listeners out there would agree because your, your answer is just so crisp and then so to the point. You know, I feel like inspired. I'm going to next time, I'm going to start writing more questions and make sure it's more structured. Now, a, a, a little apology, apology before, before I go is that um, when you did the intro, when you did the intro, I pressed uh, record and pause too quick. So we only will, uh, well, the listeners will only listen from the college part. But the first little part, I will probably, 
you know, post it on, you know, let people know like your, your bit of background using, I'm just going to yeah. type it, but yeah. the rest of it, everyone can, can figure out. And for those who don't know Connor, you better know Connor because, um, you are, you are one of the big inspiration for a lot of junior players, uh, only a few years ago. And I'm sure there will be more, uh, people knowing about you after this. So thank you. Totally thank appreciate you. that. No worries. All right. Take care. Say hello to your parents and we'll speak very soon. Thank you, Tom. See ya. See ya. Bye-bye.